In a world searching for meaning and hope, there's a place where voices rise. Welcome to the Repurpose Podcast Network, your haven for podcasts that envelops the everyday lives of believers. Shows about relationships, news, sports, and so much more. With so much negative content defining the Black experience, controlling the narrative is on the forefront. We amplify, elevate, empower Black creators to share with the world their thoughts and ideas. Tune in and unlock a world of captivating content that entertains and uplifts. The Repurpose Network. One message, many voices. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, James Taylor Jr., a.k.a. JT, a.k.a. Just Boogie, a.k.a. to the a.k.a., right? <laughs> I want to talk to you, man, about Power 5 today. This topic, Power 5, is just talking about what I stand for and what I do with the nonprofit called We As Men. And really, We As Men is something that we have started just to help men to grow, to become better businessmen. And we also started a conference called Just Be, where we pour into the next generation of young people. And we have a conference that is November 16th through the 18th out here in Georgia that is going to be amazing. You can go to justbe, J-U-S-T-B-E-C-O-N.com, justbecon.com. And that conference uh, is about just really growing individuals and help them to be exactly who they are and their goals and dreams. We don't do pyramids. We don't do uh, uh, multi-level marketing. What we do is we help you to learn more about your business and how you can grow it. And we cover everything from building business credit to fixing your personal credit to growing your company and scaling it from starting from uh, uh, employee to self-employed to small business to a large corporation. So that's our goal. But we also deal with emotional intelligence when your emotions are out of whack because sometimes you can get depressed or overwhelmed to deal with anxiety. We want your mental health to be straight when it comes to the businesses that you run because your private life should always outweigh your public performance. And I'm going to say it. Till I'm purple because I can't be blue in the face because I'm black. But anyway, you get what I'm saying. So let's talk about the power five today. The power five is faith, family, functionality, finance, and fitness. Faith is believing in God and believing in yourself. Now, if you're not a believer in Jesus Christ, this probably ain't going to be something you like. But if you want to listen to it, I just got a basic thing I want to say. I want to say to you, uh, Matthew 28 and 18, it says, uh, go out and make disciples all throughout the world. And then verse 19 and 20 as well, right? Make disciples, baptize and I'm in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I'm a child of God. I love him. The Bible says all things work together for the good of those who love God and called according to his purpose based on Romans 8 and 28. And then there's Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, if you confess with your mouth, believe with your heart that the Lord Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins, he is faithful and just to forgive you of those sins. And I know a lot of you think sin is just talking about actions. Really what it's talking about is separation from God. That's the definition of the word sin. So the goal for me is that your faith is strengthened by having a relationship with God and becoming all that he has purposed for you to do. And this is what I don't like that people don't tell you enough. Coming to God does not mean being perfect. It just means being pursued. That you spend time loving him and he loving you. And you don't have to earn his love. And what I mean pursue is just pursue a deeper relationship with him, not love because he got you. 
but it also leads to point number two, faith in yourself. You got to believe that you are worth more than what you give yourself credit for. As men, as women, as any individual, as children, what we have now is a society of that validation comes from other people or validation comes from what we have and what we do. That's not true. True faith is knowing exactly who you are and what you stand for. And so with this power five, the power five is in the faith sense is I'm speaking specifically to men to say, have faith in who you are, who God made you to be. Have faith in your own personal dream. And I'm going to say something that's going to challenge you and grow you at the same time because it's not the norm of what we say in society. Your biggest competition is not the person beside you, but the wrestle within you. I'll say it again, your biggest competition is not the person beside you because you can never be that person, but it's the person within you. You, you are your biggest nightmare. You are your biggest win. You are your biggest reward or you are your biggest regret. It all starts with you. If you don't have faith in yourself, you won't grow. I tell men this all the time. I said, if everybody around you uh, doesn't believe in you and you believe in yourself, you'll still be successful. Because whatever people say is just talk. It don't necessarily determine the work you do. You're the one putting in the work between you and God, baby. But if everybody believes in you, don't believe in yourself, you'll fail. Because you're the one now saying that you can't do it. Like, I love the phrase in the Bible that says, so a man thinketh, so it is with he. Right? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. When I talk crazy and I'm negative towards my own self, I'm not going to make it. I'm already speaking death before I speak life. I tell people all the time. I, I remember being a kid, right? I just want to use that as an analogy. I grew up in a crack house. My, my parents were both addicts, very abusive home. And we didn't have power a lot. Right? Be cold at night. And I was afraid of the dark. So what I did was, I heard this older guy was like, man, son, it was a crackhead too. I think this is very weird, but <laughs> you're going to think it's weird, but it was a crackhead. Crackhead said, now if you close your eyes in the dark, you open up, your eyes adjust to the dark. And my eyes did adjust to the dark. And what I did was, I would walk back and forth down this one hallway until I wasn't afraid anymore. The more I accepted that it was dark, and there's nothing I can do to control it, and the more I accepted that... Uh, the space that I was in, the comfortable I got. And that stuck with me all my life. My wife just passed away. And uh, one of my friends was like, man, you might de battle depression for the next three, four years. And I looked at him and said, no, I won't. God ain't made me that way. God gave, God gave me a beautiful wife for 19, five months. She's with the Lord. But I don't think he wants me to live the next three years in depression. That doesn't make sense to me. He's like, well, that's what the, th I don't care what the therapist told you. And then I asked a specific question. Did they say that for you? And you making it general for everybody else? And he was like, well, yeah, I think that's for No, no, bro, that's your journey. <laughs> I need to talk to your therapist, though, because three years is a long time. <laughs> but anyway, it's, it's so what people do is they project on you what they think about themselves. And so when we talk about faith, I need you to grow. Number two, I need you to talk about your family. That's what we do, power five, your family. Yo, the best goal in life is to be a father and to be a good husband. I read the scripture to you before. I'm going to read it again. I've been saying this joint a lot, man. I know a lot of people are like, bro, you keep being redundant with it. Live happily with the woman you love through all the meaningless days of life that God has given you under the sun. The wife God gives you is a reward for all your earth, earthly toil. Whatever you do, do well. For when you go to the grave, there will be no work or planning or knowledge or wisdom. What does that mean? At the end of the day, if God give you a good woman, love her and enjoy her company. 
Take care of your kids. Man, listen, sometimes you can make an extra dollar or you can give your child extra time. Give them extra time. Your, your, your substance is not in your bank account. Your substance is in your presence. Your substance is in your loving and being a good father. And so our power five is fam, uh, uh, faith and family. And the, sec- the third one, excuse me, the third one is functionality. What are you good at? How do you move? And functionality comes with two parts. The, the way that individual is wired and then the work that that person does. How are you wired? Are you a talker? Are you a communicator? I could talk for 20 hours and go get a latte and come back and talk for another 20. That's how I'm wired. I, I love communicating. It's who I am. That's, that's, that's how I'm wired because I'm, I'm wired for relationships. I'm wired to build. And we all wired for relationships, but I, I, I'm an extrovert and an introvert. I have moments where I want to be around a lot of people and in the moments I like to withdraw or like Jesus did and just spend time and, and reflect and contemplate where I am. But that's how I'm wired. So you have the functionality in the sense of you're wired a certain way and then you have the work that you do. You might be a teacher, you might be a banker, you might be a lawyer, you might be a doctor, whatever it is, you need to maximize that. So faith, family, functionality, and then let's just talk finances. A lot of you guys struggle monetarily because you don't work on your debt. You don't work on saving. You don't work on budgeting. A lot of men struggle with money because they spend more time with toys and trinkets instead of stability and stewardship. Toys and trinkets should never become, come before stewardship, right, and stability. Stewardship is that you maintain and you understand how your money is working. Stability is that it's there. <laughs> You're stable, bro. And a lot of times when we talk about this stuff, people get mad at you because finances is not about uh, you balling out. Money is a tool, man. You came in this world naked, and you're going to die in a suit or a dress or whatever you are. <laughs> but ain't nobody going to be there. That's why I read that verse to you. When you dead, ain't no knowledge, no wisdom. You done. So what I want to challenge you on is build a foundation in your faith. Build a foundation with your family. Figure out your functionality, how you're wired, and what you're called to do. And then when you start making money in finances, those three things will have more weight and more importance. And then when you have the money, you just know to be a steward and stable. I, I don't know how many ways to say this. I'm at this point now where I'm trying to push the men to be minimalist. Going fishing is probably better than driving a fast car in the traffic. Going and spending time with your son and having a moment with him is more popular than you just racing a car. I'm not saying don't do those things. I'm not saying don't have those things. I'm not saying don't go fishing. I'm not saying don't have a house the size you want. But you only can sleep in one room at one time. You can have five cars, but you only can drive one of them at one time. And most times when you drive your car, you're driving it for somebody to see you in it and talk about it, and then you go home. Think about it. Last one I'm going to say is something I need to grow in is fitness. Once you get your faith together in who God is and who you are, once you get your family together, you love your wife and your children, once you get your functionality together, realize how you're wired and the skill or the job that you're called particularly to do, and once you get your finances straight, right, where you're a steward and you're stable, now you get to this thing called fitness, which I'm struggling. I'm going to be the first one to tell you I am pre-diabetic. I got to lose 40 pounds, so I'm going to share that journey with you. I'm going to make some videos about uh, 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 the fat kid who loved cake and started eating salad. I don't know what we're going to call it yet. <laughs> but 
That's what we gonna work on. And so one of the things you have to start realizing is that your body is an engine. You don't want to be a muscle car with a bad transmission, with a leaky oil, all that. Like people tell you that you need to work out uh, uh, so you can look good aesthetically. I'm, I'm big. I got broad shoulders and all that, but I'm not healthy. Sucks. Because sometimes aesthetically you can look pleasing, but there's no real pleasure inside your body. I'm pre-diabetic. I might be t- taking medicine soon here if I don't change my eating habits. And I'm not trying to scare you. I'm trying to save you that you have long life. You know, black folk, we like that pig feet, that ham hogs, them chillin', that, that, that rice. And if you like me, Nigerian, jollof, hey. But that jollof give you sugar, boy. Ah, yeah. Hey, it give you sugar. You know, you eat a whole bunch of I love jollof. Nigerian jollof, he's the best, yeah? There are others that come close. We'll pray for you, huh? But at the end of the day, those things are not healthy for me. Chick-fil-A, I, I, I eat Chick-fil-A every day. My, you could see my, my insulin spiked up when I said it then. It and that's healthy. He was like, he about to die. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so I have to change the way I eat, and I have to be more healthy. So I'm going to say this real practical. Make fruits and vegetables the top priority. Make lean meat the top priority. Most people who talk about food, they give you all these different weird Different things like right now, y'all on this. Everybody on the fruit fast right now. Everybody doing the seventy-two hours. Y'all know y'all weird, right? Y'all weird. It works for seventy-two hours. <laughs> then you back to a chicken biscuit. That don't make no sense. Find something that you could do consistently to help you to lose weight. So I'll close with saying this: the power of five is faith, family, functionality, fitness, and finance. Ask God to help you. What areas in those five you need to work on? You need to work on all five, but there's some areas you might be weak in. The reason why I use that as a baseline to grow a man is because when you have that baseline, you just have something to guide you with. And men think in pockets. So I'm giving you the top five, the top power five that I believe every man should have. Faith in himself and faith in God. Have a family that is healthy. Have a functionality and skill that he can grow in and love his work, man. You know what I'm saying? Riches and wealth and the power and joy it is a gift from God, the Bible says. Be able to understand his finances, be a good steward, knowing that money is a tool so he don't run around here killing himself trying to impress people all day. And at the end of the day, he gets longer life because he took care of the body. He took care of the engine inside. Some fruits, some vegetables, some, you know, and it can be tough. You know, I just ate some berries and strawberries and banana and some other stuff. And, uh, and I had some salads. That thing run through you, boy, like a... Listen, you think, you think White Castle run through you, boy. You start eating healthy. Man, listen, your colon cleans in the mug. But anyway, I'm saying all this to say to encourage you, man, to be the best you could possibly be as a man. I love you. I appreciate you. And I'm encouraging you as men to grow. Always remember to love, pray, serve, and share. And guess what you could do? You could do that any and everywhere. 